0: Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to a new edition of It's Everything With Me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar. It's here, where we promise to bring you everything, every time, for everyone, and we are the Sunday Weekly segment of the Michelle Meow Show. Meow. So it's always great to join you every week here in this slot. We are um, towards the end of August, August 28th today. And, um, you know, time is flying. And I guess that means that we're having fun because they say time flies when you're having fun. I'm here with my producer, the super the superhuman um, Kenny. he's, He's superhuman, you guys. I don't know if you know that, but I have a superhero that works in the studio with me. And, you know, I I thank him every day for being, he protects me from everything out there in in the world, from all the the evil things. Don't you, Kenny? You you protect me. (laughs) Yeah, I do. You make sure. So don't call in here, you know, talking smack on the line because... He protects me. That's what he does. So. But it's always great to have him here. We uh, we have a good time here. And you're going to have a good time today because I have some wonderful guests. And, and you know, as always, I try and mix it up a little bit with um, whom we talk to a little bit of local, a little bit of um, out of state, out of city, and sometimes even out of the country. We've had him call here from all over the world but we're going to start off with a uh, a person here locally in San Francisco who's trying to do something to to better the world. And don't we like that? Don't we like when people try and they put themselves out there for the betterment of mankind? And we're talking about a new campaign. I love campaigns. I love getting on board on a campaign. And this campaign is called Label Me Human. And you're probably saying what in the heck is all that world? Well, our guest will explain that to you right now, because I have Sergio um, Ramirez on the phone. How are you, Sergio?
1: I'm great. How are you, baby? I'm
0: fine, thank you very much. I think this is the first time I've actually had you
1: on the show. Yes, it is. I'm <laughs> so excited to be on the show, finally.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, you've got, you know, you're a youngster. How old are, how old are you, Sergio? like 20 what? 24. Oh, 24. That's a baby. You're under a, a <laughs> quarter of a century. You're, I think Kenny's like 20, 20. Oh, he's 25, 25. Oh, 23. That's three. Well, there's five fingers up. So I'm thinking, you know, two on one hand that you add them together. No, there's 20. <laughs> he's 23. So I've got to, you know, I like young people and you're, you're a youngster. And what I really am impressed is how you, um, you know, have kind of taken upon yourself to tackle something that you consider to be an issue out there. And it's about perceptions and about how people, um, like to categorize other people and label them. So why don't you tell me, you have a new campaign called Label Me Human. So first of all, why don't you explain to us all what kind of drove you to start a campaign? You obviously felt there was a need. And what was what is that need?
1: Yeah, totally. Um so when I was at a young adolescent age, I struggled with my own identity so very, very much mm-hmm. that it um, it wasn't necessarily that I was struggling with accepting it, but more so struggling with accepting myself for fear of being judged or perceived differently by others. And I grew up in a small little town in the East Bay, and um, it wasn't very looked upon well to be gay or anything like that or to be feminine and it led me down this path where literally I attempted suicide three times Mm -hmm. and I never thank God I went through that and thank God I've learned and then thank God I'm still here Um, but I never want anybody else to experience that and I understood after a lot of reflection that it wasn't necessarily the label that Mm -hmm. I was scared of or afraid of it was more so the expectation behind it. And also everybody just at a very young adolescent age, all you want to do is fit in. All you want to do is just fit in. You don't want to be the center of attention. Well, some, some people do, but you know, you just want to, you just want to be loved. And it wasn't that way because who I was and who I am was very much so against society and against everything um, that was in the media at the time of me growing up. Mm-hmm. And one, the main point is I never want to have another teen or child or any youth for that matter have to grow up ever feeling that way because mm-hmm. that's the, some of the main issues around suicide and um, just judgment and disappointment and um, depression in general.
0: Yeah, the, so. the fear of not of being really rejected and not being accepted. As who you are and so you know and some people are good at pretending and others struggle with that and Those who usually struggle with that are the ones that are probably at the most risk for that But you and you mentioned adolescent and in 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 in, and how non-acceptance or um, The fear of rejection affects you, but it does. did it change much for you as you grew
1: up because those things still apply to people who are adults Oh girl, no (laughs) It still happens today and that's even, you know, I talk about it even in the bio of the campaign about the struggle doesn't end. Like, it never The ends. struggle is real, right? <laughs> the struggle is so real just to be you. And it's like, why? Why does the struggle so hard just to be yourself? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't get it sometimes because all we could be is ourselves. And um, in order for us to live a happy and fulfilled life, you know, that's the key. It's just to be us and <laughs> to be self-expressed.
0: So, so even though, so what you're saying with the "Label Me Human" campaign is, ba- there, there, there is the one commonality that we all have, and that is that we are our human, and that's really the only label that we probably should uh, concern ourselves with because it separates us from the rest of the the species that run on this planet, right? Um, yeah. But other than that, you know, I guess what you're saying is the, all the other things really don't really don't apply, other than kind of our own self identification, what we choose to um, put upon ourselves, to separate us out. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I'm different than you, and if I want to make that, if I wanna make that um, indication, then I have the right to put something other than human upon myself so that others can separate me from you if I want that to happen. But, but what, what is this campaign's um, mission to do? Is it just to, to bring awareness? Is it to try and create change? What is it that it's trying to do?
1: It's a multifaceted campaign. Um, Part of it, yes, is to bring awareness around these pressures and expectations around labels. And then also is um, to bring change in having and creating a global community Mm -hmm. of people that are standing for people to live a life that is fully Mm self-expressed. And by allowing photos and um, a community base and everything else, what we're doing is we're sort of injecting change. It's sort of like starting community within a larger community. And from there, it just sort of grows and prospers um, with how people are able to view each other. And what they do is they take a stand by taking the photo and then also get involved by having that conversation around it. Um, trying to see people differently is the first step. What we're doing here is, you know, we're trying to shift the mentality. Mm-hmm. And that's the goal, is for everybody just to stop seeing the differences within everybody, but more so celebrate the differences. Mm-hmm. Like, stop, stop alienating people. Start celebrating the differences.
0: And, and, and the so, the, one of the components, or one of the big components of this, is you do have um, a kind of a photo um, campaign and you have a website, um, correct, or you have a site that you post these photos. Yes. It, it, what, what is that, labelmehuman.org? Or?
1: It's the lmhcampaign.com. Lmhcampaign.com. Okay. Yep, you got it. And then everything else on social media is at LabelMeHuman.
0: Okay, Um, like Facebook and Instagram and all those types of things. So you post these pictures, which definitely will show diversity within being human.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what we do is we've teamed up with this amazing, amazing photographer, Marcus Plato, which I've worked with him so many times on my drag, and so on and so forth. But um, he is taking these photos, and what we do is we get these temporary tattoos. You choose a place to take or to put the label of human. Mm-hmm. And then what you do is you have to pull back a piece of clothing to reveal a label that we all fundamentally wear. Mm. And that's the point. Yeah. For all of us to sort of do that action, bring it back, and um, reveal something that we all have in common.
0: Have in common. I like that. I really do. And I, I have seen some of the pictures that on uh, uh, from a photo session that you, you've taken here in the city. Now, are you planning on going from city to city, state to state, with this photography Campaign
1: yeah, part of it? We want to do a tour, and that's part of, um, of course, that has costs associated. And so right now we're just doing initial funding and we're filing for a 501c3. I mean, like, you're getting it at the incubation stage, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so,
0: so it's a Very Go. Early stage. So you have a GoFundMe. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, GoFundMe, and that's GoFundMe.org dot or com. I always
1: com slash label me human.
0: Okay, so it's GoFundMe.com dot label me human, and that's a, an opportunity for anybody and everybody to uh, donate money for you to take this campaign on a on a more uh, on a tour so that people can see it up front, take the photos up front, and, and, and that type of thing. Are the are taking the photos free?
1: So we have, we're going to have two different sessions. Okay. We're still working out the plans, but we want to make them free. Mm-hmm. Um, we really do because we want to have them available to everybody. We're also um, thinking about strategic partnerships, possibly a Snapchat filter somewhere along the line, mm-hmm. and then also selling the tattoos online. And mm-hmm. what you're able to do that actually through the Growth Fund Me is um, buy the tattoos as like a uh, gift and then also grab tickets for our first private photo shoot too.
2: Wow,
0: yeah, and this seems like something too that you could partner with some of the um other organizations, whether it be um you know suicide hotline types of
2: um, Cyber Project. yeah um, yeah, pro-
0: yeah yeah those all of them. yeah, all those because this is such a positive and it speaks to everything that they you know try when they're um, speaking to people who are are in um are in need of you know they're they're at the wit's end and thinking about ending their lives you know they they try and talk to them that you know you do belong and that you are one of many and those types of things and this is what this this campaign kind of addresses um, you know I'm I'm really I'm really impressed that you this is this could be really huge and it's a, a huge undertaking do you have a team of people working with you outside of the photographer.
1: Yeah, um, I have a couple of people. I have a general manager, um, Susie, and then I have some board members as well. And then always looking for more people to get involved because, you know, this isn't a project, this isn't a me project, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a all-of-us project in terms of um, just trying to understand people differently. And we're always looking for people. We're always looking for new ways to help, you know. Um, Roma, Sister Roma, as you know, is like a huge part in Advocate in My Life, and so are you. In terms of um, just being involved and in it you know having you guys just around and in my life and being an influence has really made a difference too. Now, so and how
0: can people contact you to be a part of this grassroots um, you know in the beginning stages of the label me Human campaign?
1: By all means, reach out to us on social media at label me human and also um, lmh or LMHcampaign.com, mm-hmm. um has a contact a uh, link for you there to email us directly. Okay, well,
0: okay. so Label Me Human, the campaign is, um, you can go to lmhcampaign.com, and um, you can also go to the Facebook or any of the social media Label Me Human um, pages and... Um, ask questions about being involved, but the most important thing is we definitely can use some money to help get this campaign out across the U.S. by going to gofundme.com forward slash label me human, and there's a list of things that you can get uh, for the various levels of contribution. Um, And you are trying to get your 501c3, so uh, you know, definitely good luck with that. And I'm glad you have a board uh, set in place because that is, of course, the first step of being a nonprofit. Yes. Um, But I want to thank you, Sergio, for being on the show. Um, also, those of you who may not know, Sergio is also the, uh, the luminous and the very luscious drag queen out there, Yvora Baden. And, um, you know, you've, you are definitely an example for young people out there. And, and thank you for taking mm-hmm. this cause on.
1: Thank you, and it means a lot. And all I'm trying to do is make this world a better place. Yeah, that's what we are trying.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. That's what we need. Well, thanks again, Sergio. And um, if you guys need any more information and, and you missed some of the stuff that we we put out there, please feel free to also hit us up on Facebook at It's Everything with BB or email us at It's Everything at bbsweetbriar.com, and we can forward the information to you. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, um, and when we come back, I'll have my next guest on, who happens to be the dance house music diva of all time. We're going to have Kim Sims here on It's Everything, and we'll be right back.
3: You're listening to the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn. Please help us grow. Tell your friends to tune in to Progressive Voices. Find out more at progressivevoices.com.
0: Babe, I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family.
4: g-r-e-c-a-r-e dot com Allegra Home Care serving your community
5: Back in the warehouse days Back when house was house
0: Oh, hello. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome. If you just joined us, you are with It's Everything with B.B. Sweetbriar, And if you are returning, you then know who my next guest is that I have the pleasure of introducing. And you just heard the intro to her, gl- her, b- her latest hit. I mean, this is like massive right now, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm so honored. Not only just to have her on the show, but also to have her on the show because it's her birthday right now. Happy birthday, Miss Kim Sims.
5: Well, oh, thank you, baby.
6: Thank oh my God. So I can't believe
0: that you on your big day today took the time out to, you know, give us a little bit of your love and your warmth here on It's Everything. It's, I'm I'm so deeply honored.
6: Why, you are so wonderful. And let me tell you something. One must powder her nose, even though she's talking on the phone and one, must, and one must always celebrate fabulousness with other fabulousity.
0: Oh, so I tell you, oh, now. oh, aren't you something? I know it's like you, you don't, you don't know, you just never know. I think phones do have their own um eyeglass, so you never know, honey, you have to be ready because you just don't know it's that's so right. it is so neat, like uh we just introed um this segment with you um. With just a little promo of your current hit, which is by um, by Frankster versus Tom E. Two Tone, and it's "Deep yes. in the City." And honey, this yes. song—if you know—I've heard of people making "quote unquote" a comeback or coming back, but honey, you are doing this in a big way because this thing has been on number one on a couple of charts here for a yes. several weeks already.
6: Yes, it has, baby. Yes, thank you, first of all, for for saying that. But yeah, we've been. Today, uh, the new chart comes out, but for the last seven weeks, uh, we've been on the Zip DJ Dance, I'm sorry, yeah, Club and House chart, Mm -hmm. and for the last five weeks, we've been on those charts at number one. Wow. So we are so excited. Tommy Tutone wrote that song as an homage to all of the house music legends out of Chicago and and, uh, around the world, but mostly out of Chicago because that's where we're from. Frank Starr took a track and through those vocals and uh, and the and the song on there and the next thing you know we've got deep in the city and it's it's truly been great. And I tell you what, I wasn't expecting that the Diva would be clicking her heels three times, honey.
0: And that's what's so neat about it is because I know like you said, this is a homage to house music. Yes. Chicago House maybe more particular but yeah. you don't, you, you, it is, it's, it's authentic to that is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The, the music itself is authentic to, to that. It's not what we have now and a lot of the music right. is kind of, um, kind of uh, hybrids of, of, of house music that we used to know in the nineties, you know, but this is yeah. true to that. And the fact that it's so popular and when you talk yeah. about, you know, DJ zip um, you know, that's a, a pool of DJ when DJs are grabbing onto it to play. Play it, yes. That really means yes. something. That really oh, means a does. lot. You it know.
5: Does. And I tell
6: you, it has been so nice because I haven't been gone, BB. I just have been under the radar, if you will. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. And so now to come at this particular time um, with this song, um, I believe house music is is just at the forefront anyway. But people are grabbing it and wanting it. But we want what we used to listen to back in the day. You know the reality of the of the house music itself and paying me paying homage. Tommy Two Tone, he was a club kid back in the day, and he really and truly is a house head as as they call him. Mm-hmm. And he wrote this song with that in mind. I mean he dug down to the deepest pit of his house, honey, and mm-hmm. got this house me got these lyrics out and you know, the rest is history and it's really it's been a great journey for me. I'm I'm excited. I've never ever not wanted to be on stage and I've never not wanted to, you know, continue putting music out. But you know, everybody likes what they like. So mm-hmm. right now they like in Deep in the City and Kim Sims needed a steak and a potato.
0: So she's likes. <laughs> me right about now. <laughs> I heard that. And 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 Tommy and he, he um he wrote this specifically for you. So it's not only that he was trying to also play Pay homage to you know some of the greats out there in Chicago, putting out house yeah. music and, and led the way for yeah. house music. Um, but he also wanted to pay. Uh, Play, uh, pay some homage to you and what you yeah, did, because yeah. in the early 90s, you know, and I think this yeah. is what people may not know, or s- some mm-hmm. of the youngins out there, let's yeah, put so it out there like we need okay. to, yeah. the youngins yeah. out there who may, oh, Kim Sam, honey, she knew. Well, let, let yeah, us go back okay. and let them know <laughs> that, you know, in the in the first five years of the 90s, you know, like 91 to 96, girl, you had four top ten Yes. Dance hits, yes. you yes. know, in house yes. music on the yes. chart. Okay. Yes. okay. Yes. Not, o- yes. Yes. not only were they hit, but uh, some of them have been covered and sampled over yes. and over. And over again, you know what I'm saying. So that that tells you what your influence as a vocalist and your interpretation of the music, as well as your songwriter. But you, you know, to me, a lot of times, like when I think of C. C. Penison, I think of some of those people there. It's like not only was it just the songs that they sang, but they also put their stank their stank on it. That's what I call it now because that everybody got their own scent, and when you put your stank on it. Is yours, and you know yes. other people try and emulate or they sample that, and that's what they've yes. done with your music, and you know yes. from the '90s. So I just want to pe- yes. let people know that.
6: Oh, thank you, thank you so much, BB. Yes, I they did, they do or did and still do try to put their own stank on it. And I thank God for CC. She made a hit out of "Keep On Walking." Keep
0: on walking, on- yes, honey. <laughs> you co-wrote that, yes, indeed. Yes, I
6: did, and I, you know, she is. Still, uh, still out there, you know, stomping those stages, and I'm still collecting those residuals. Okay, and so <laughs> God, God, ah! God, God is so
0: good. Yes, honey, you know <laughs> and, uh, that helps with some rice with them potatoes and steak, honey. Oh,
6: listen, a little salad
0: and tomato Uh huh. I tell um, you, now it, so it's been good. Because mm-hmm. in the in the in the um the song "Deep in the City," you actually yes. call out. Um, several names of house music producers um, in there. And one of them is, you do mention Silk, who, um, um, you know, um, Steve Silk Hurley, who actually did write your kind of your breakthrough song back in the day, Uh, Too Blind to to See It. Yeah. And yes, um, yes. that's kind of where it all started for you back in 91. Yes. And not only did it hit. And that's what I think um, you know, we also need to let people know that, you know, that not only did it hit the U.S. charts, but it was huge over in the U.K. It and, was, you know, absolutely. you were you, your your name is still big over there in in, yes. in the U.K. Yes. So how was it when it, that all because you were doing with some jingles, some radio jingles and yes. stuff like that. So how yes. that how did the Steve Hurley thing come about for you?
6: Well, yeah, as you said, I was, you know, doing jingles. That's how I started out my career. You were the um,
0: female Luther Vandross, huh? <laughs> yes, I
6: was, Harvey. In the glow of love. Listen, um, I wish Luther, oh, my Lord. But anyway, rest, rest in peace, Luther Vandross. But mm-hmm. I um, I started out with uh, Paul David Wilson. He uh, had a, a jingle house by the name of Herschel Commercial. So he put me in jingles. There was a huge jingle that I did. My first one, that was for... Um, was a national spot and it was called shasta uh, I wanna pop and it was Shasta soda pop okay and so that was one of my biggest ones and then of course double mint gum juicy fruit uh, pop and fresh dough pizza at McDonald's on and on and on well anyway Steve hurley and um, His wife, Tony Hurley, who was my best friend, you know, everyone knew that I sang and everybody knew that I did jingles, but it was never anything that we talked about. I didn't know Steve had his own label. You know, we just kind of hung out and did our own thing. One day we were having a party. I should say they were having a party for a friend of theirs, and she was going away, and Vonda, and Vonda um, and Tony convinced me to sing, you know, a goodbye to, and I can't even remember what I sang now, but anyway, long story short... When it was all over, Steve was like, Kim, you know what? You need to come in the studio. You need to come on and, let, and let's do do some work. I'm like, sure, you know, I'm up for it. Well, I'm telling you, BB, we went in the studio. I want to say about a month later, and, you know, he gave me two blind, told me what he wanted me to do. And that the two blind that you heard, the first one ever you heard— was the demo it was one we did it on uh, one take and that's still the song that's played to this day wow um, yeah 25 let me say this to bb 25 years ago i want to say it's this month or next month 25 years that it was released and now he's doing a reloaded i redid the vocals and they still sound phenomenal by the way um and uh, redo the vocals, and he's putting it out again for the Well, that's what you
0: do when you get them silver anniversaries, honey. You, 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 when yes. you have a hit, you go back and yes. dust off a little yes. bit, you know, yes. take the yes. little powder yes. off, take them cobwebs uh-huh. off, and, you know, you got to bring it back out there. Because yes. there are so 25 years is a long time, and my it's producer yes. in the studio that you spoke to earlier when he called yes. you on the phone wasn't yes. even born yet, yes. so this is going to be new for him. Oh. Okay, he's going to oh, think yes. he got a new jam, and in reality. It was out there on the charts before he even was, you know... Oh, he was—he wasn't parents. even in diapers. So yeah, you do oh, that when you parents. get that. But we're gonna, his
6: parents
0: were listening. His his parents were listening. That's right. Well, what, <laughs> this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna play yes. "Too Blind to See It" as it was originally recorded, girl, on yes. the thing yes. on that first take in yes. 1991. And we're gonna okay. play that, and then we're gonna take a little break and come back, and we're gonna talk okay. to you some more. So here okay. is "Too Blind to See It" by Kim Sims with Steve Silk Harley. And we're going to be right back after the song, after a little break. Okay, that's Too Blind to See It by Miss Kim Sims back in 1991. Hit number five on the US dance charts and the UK dance charts. And that was, of course, by Steve Silk Hurley. Uh, we have Kim on the line, but we're going to take a break, you know, because, honey, I got bills. To pay, And then we're going to come back and talk so much more about the music, her songwriting skills, and of course her new hit out there on the charts today, Deep in the City. We'll be right back right after this.
2: Hi, I'm Chuck Spence. I'm the owner of the Maui Sunseeker LGBT Resort, and I'm also vice president of Maui Pride. It's not just the only LGBT resort in Maui, it's the only LGBT resort in all of Hawaii, which is really kind of amazing. Maui Sunseeker actually started years and years before I even got involved. I came along as one of the owners a little bit later in in life. I came to Maui back in 1978 and absolutely loved the island. I fell in love and I thought, this is where I wanna live, this is where I wanna be. And so from 1978 until 2008, I finally came alive with the dream and bought the Maui Sunseeker because I realized that this would be the next step in my life and um, thought that this would be an ideal situation because I could do something that, that was my own business rather than making money for other people. It's important to have a place where, you know, you can feel comfortable about yourself, you can feel loved, and you can feel welcomed by everybody. And I think that that's the ambiance that we try to create. And and that's the message that, that we try to deliver in all of our ads and trying to bring people to Maui, is that, you know, we're not just an experience on Maui, we're an experience of Maui. When you think back years ago, how closeted we used to be, and you think about how suppressed we were back then to how open and accepting we are now and and it's it's a good progression for society it's good that people are are not just you know tolerating but appreciating diversity and that's the message is that we really need to make sure that that people appreciate diversity i think that whoever you are follow your passion follow what you believe in follow whether it leads you down a path of art or whether it leads you down a path of business or you know, some other aspect of internet creativity. Um, follow that and, and just be passionate about what you do.
4: Spotlight on Success and Achievement is brought to you by Wells Fargo. Together, we'll go far.
0: Well, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to It's Everything With Me. Your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriars here, where we promise to we'll bring you everything every time for everybody. And, of course, this is Sunday, and it is our weekly segment of the Michelle Miao Show. So thank you for joining, Michelle and me here every week on it's everything and we've been speaking with the one and only dance house music diva out there miss kim sims she's calling us all the way from atlanta you're in atlanta right I am. In hot Lanta, honey. Hot Lanta. Yes. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. And it is your birthday, so I want to definitely do that again. So if any of you are Kim Sims fans out there and you are on Facebook or Instagram or all of that kind of stuff, find her and please wish her a happy birthday. Can you do that for me? I'd really appreciate that. And I'm sure she will, too. We were listening to, of course, a little bit of your first uh, major hit, Too Blind to See It and, um, you know, you I'm listening, we, as we were living, me and Kenny in here, that's what, me and Kenny, he loves it when I have my little music segment because he gets to, like, right. wig out there and do his little, you know, his little hip hippity-hip to the hop-hop stuff right. Uh, right. on the other end of the glass. But, you know, right. he was, like, swaying. He was, like, hey, hey, he could hear that even in its natural state. So I can only imagine oh. <laughs> what this 25 Silver Anniversary version is going to be like.
6: Come on now. Well, you know what? I've been getting... Um, some li- little birdies have been kind of chirping little things to me periodically, and there have been some uh, folks that have put some um, some uh, things on my timeline. And mm-hmm. it sounds like he's got a lot of great remixers out there uh, that he's got involved. He's going towards the Kinneys of the world, the Twenty Five, mm-hmm. you know, so getting those young producers, and I think he's going to go back and still do, you know. Some of the old school, too. But, yeah, it's it sounds like it's going to be pretty nice, I, I must say. I'm I'm looking forward to it, and I wish him the best of luck with it. I really do.
0: Well, you know, part of this whole kind of resurgence of you um, with your involvement with Deep in, in the City, which, you know, Frank mm-hmm. Starr versus Tommy Two-Tone uh, song is to me kind of it kind of gives me a little bit of hope of what's happening with the industry. You know, we, we've been joking a little bit about, yeah. you know, residuals and that kind of stuff, yeah. but the reality of it is that yeah. today's environment um, with the way the music industry is, and not only just music, but you know, um, actors are having the same issues as far as mm-hmm. now that access um, to music and to TV and to film is so easy that residuals or pay for artists who make create these things is really difficult. But what I'm liking is the fact that it seems as if some of these newer artists, producers, remixers, what have you, who are kind of part of the new digital age, you know, Uh they a lot of them are now doing what they do because of the easy access to learn how to do this stuff, um, are starting to kind of at least try and learn a bit about, the beginnings of their craft. Do you know what I mean because Yes, I do. You know, I we're do. talking about, you know, when Tommy was was doing this stuff, See, so, you know, we had vinyl. We yeah. had um we weren't on digital, but we were totally um uh, with the uh, analog Yes. Um, yes. Creating this stuff, and you know yes. there was needles on a turntable. You know people don't know this. Right. Like Kenny's looking at me. What yes. the hell am I talking about? What the heck there yeah. were needles yeah. that we put down on a record, and right. um, there's this new show on Netflix um, that's about New York. Yeah. back in the 70s and 80s, and they have the it's a whole DJ uh, thing about... Uh, i seen that, yeah, uh, yeah. It was a Grand Master Flash and all that kind of well, stuff. Huh, going And right. you get all that. You you see all that kind of stuff. But I like the yeah. fact that people are gravitating, and to get new people involved with this means they have to know the root of this music. That's right.
6: That's right, and that's what Tommy Two Tone wanted everybody to know. And, you know, speaking of, like you said, analog and just all of the hard work that the that people put into mm-hmm. doing that music. You know, the sweat was real. It was off mm-hmm. your palms, sweat on your palms, sweat falling on the turntables. I mean, it was real, it was the real deal. And the, the, the creative side, uh, you know, kept you bumping and, 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 and going for it. And it's a little bit different now, like you said, as far as residuals and that kind of thing. But it is nice to see that uh, someone felt strong enough. And felt like in this moment, in time, Tommy Tuchel wanted to make sure that people didn't forget. And the ones that know it to be true are are just loving it. And then these newbies are coming along going, oh, so that's how it all started. Uh So It does so it does feel really good to be a part of that and the fact that he wrote it and he said he wouldn't have anyone else sing it but me that meant so much coming from Chicago he and i are are really best friends as well so it's been a very very wonderful emotional journey um for me and him and i just i'm just grateful bb i'm mm-hmm. grateful that this time around it's um it's a little bit different because there is truly uh, a lot of unity mm-hmm. um, when it comes to this particular song, and mm-hmm. and I've learned a lesson in twenty five years. So when I sing it, I know what I'm singing about. Yeah, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, yes. and and we were talking about as I um uh, opened the segment with you that. Um, you know the the early part of the 90s 91 to 96 or so to be specific yeah. then that 5 year period of time yeah. you know you you definitely were prevalent in um, the music world and the house music here in in the UK with several mm-hmm. hits and we heard it and and it seemed to then you seemed to kind of go like you said under the ra- radar yeah. and it's been you know there was like a 18 a year gap yeah. or so from the time yeah where we can uh-huh. remember seeing you know your name pop out with something right. new on there, even though you yeah. you've been writing you've been writing yeah. for other people yeah. we we did mm-hmm. mention c c Penison in the early part, right. but you've continued right. to do that and you've, you've put right. out music for with other people yes.
6: yes you know i I actually have uh have written and i've put out music and you know I didn't have the machine behind me anymore when mm-hmm. you got that big machine behind you. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like you, you know, you're able to, you know, step out there and people you've got the promotion and the distribution and all that. But I didn't stop it. I took some time to, you know, I may not be a four time Grammy nominee, but I'm a four time grand diva grandmother. Uh, and right. I call myself a, a grand, a, a grand diva, uh, you know, and so my, I, I, I lived life. I did my, you know, I've, I've had my kids, I've got my, and they've got their kids. And then I still did a local places, you know, just around the, the city in Chicago and around in Atlanta. And then I just decided within the last five years, I wanted to go back and just really push as hard as I possibly could, because if it's meant to be. It's going to happen, you know, Mm -hmm. timing is everything. Um, So I went in, I dusted my stilettos off, pulled that microphone off of the, you know, shelf and decided I'm going to go back in the studio. So about four years ago, I went in, I... Redid a song I had written for Tanae Williams called "Good Morning." Good morning, right. Ma- yeah, right. Maurice Joshua. Uh-huh. Maurice Joshua did the uh, uh, track for me, and then I I I reached out to some folks over in the UK. I did a song called um, "Won't Do That." Uh, I ain't having it no more. But they're all they were all low budget, all uh pretty much just sort of throw out there. But to kind of let people know, okay, she's still hanging around, you know, mm-hmm. and so. And so this last year, I, I have to admit to you, B B I I told Tommy Two-Tone. His name is Thomas Arambula, by the way, just to throw that out there. But I told Thomas, I said, you know, I think I'm going to retire. I think I'm going to go on and hang the stilettos up, put the mic, drop the mic, and leave the stage. But I will say that I, I've done everything I want to do. And he said, Kim, just do this one more song. Just do one more song. He said, please. I, and so we sat at a little restaurant, and he sang it to me, he told me what he wanted me to do, how he wanted me to do it. I was in Chicago, and that was last May, B.B., last May May of 15. And then in um, October, I went back, and we talked about it a little bit more. And then we hooked up with Frank Blythe in the early part of this year, and, you know, deep came to, into fruition. And, yeah. and we are talking about it. And I tell you, he and I, of course, we always said, oh, yeah, it's going to be a hit. You know, you are going to... You got to talk yourself into it, but I can tell you right now, just seeing it at number one on a chart for five weeks, every, for the last five weeks has been so mind blowing. I, I still have to pinch myself. You know, see it on any
0: chart. It's well, you talking to you. Well, I know. Yeah. I, no, I. T- I totally, I totally know exactly where you're coming from, honey. Being, you know, being an artist myself, so I totally know yes. that feeling. And I, you know, I yes. know, I know that feeling. And I know when it's a particularly you know hearing that story that you said about you were actually on the process of hanging up the ballet slippers some yes. people would say or the microphone as you said right. you know right. and to have this drop in you it is meant to be you know what i mean you yes. were given this yes. gift yes. to cuz somebody bigger than you said no you ain't yeah. hanging that up girl uh, You ain't hanging that up you gonna, ain't, you gonna, got gonna some take... folks out there to teach on you ain't hanging and up my, you ain't hanging that up you
6: know, what and let me just tell you 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 said that and it's such a segue into meeting lp vargas
5: mm-hmm. lp
6: is such a, a positive god-fearing um just uh, such a pillar of strength for me and he came into my life in these last few months and he has truly uh, he brought me to you of course and he's he's made me a part of the gm crew and i'm just all excited about that and he truly speaks that that word of positivity mm-hmm. and
5: he talks mm-hmm. about
6: timing. Be sh- don't be stressed. Be blessed. And I tell you, if it wasn't for him, I know I wouldn't be coming to the Rainbow Festival next week. And That's I wouldn't right. Be to you right now. Right. So, and girl, we're gonna and we're
0: gonna talk about show. that. We're gonna talk about you mm-hmm. getting back out there. You were talking about getting yeah. on that stage and performing. Yeah. But I am yeah. gonna um, play something um, before we okay. go into a commercial break that you wrote. Okay. What you were, okay. We were rattling off those few songs that you were doing back in the early uh, teens of two. Thousand, yes. And this yes. is one of them called One of Those Nights. And we've got yes. a little yes. bit of snippet of this. This is oh, kind right. of early, early two 2000 and teens that uh, 2014, yes. I think, to be exact. that right. This song was out right. there. Yeah. And then we're going to come back with Miss Kim Sims as we talk about her visit to Northern California in about a week or so.
4: G-R-E-C-A-R-E dot com. Allegra Home Care, serving your community.
0: Well, this is a part of the show which is some, you know, most of the time is really the saddest part for me because it's usually the time when I have to at least wind down talking to a guest. And I've been enjoying so much speaking with the dance house music diva herself, Miss Kim Sims, all the way from Atlanta, um, speaking miss. to us and, and telling us so much about her um, illustrious career and, you know, the, her her latest jam out there deep in the city with Frank Starr and, and Tommy Two-Tone. And, um, you know, as we were talking about kind of, Uh, uh, um, how things have changed in the music industry as far as um, music as it's played and being able to make a living at it, let's let's call it what it is, you know, that we really as artists uh, rely a lot on the performance aspect of it as, you know, as as, is the... Uh, the work you put out there kind of creates those opportunities for you to perform. And you're going to be doing that uh, relatively soon here on, on September 4th, which is Labor Day weekend um, here in Sacramento, California, which is of course, California's capital. And it's the rainbow festival, which is they, they do it annually in celebration of the LGBTQ community up in Sacramento. And it's an outdoor stage and you'll be out there with a um, girl headlining up there with um, Deborah Cox. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. You know, but you're also going to have some newbies out there, and which I actually spoke to the girls for One, which is. Randy Aww. Jackson's um, new quadruplet uh, yes, group, and they've got yes. a new little song out there. And I got a Aww. chance to talk to those girls. And that's the thing about it is like you've got this this wide array of music history out yeah. there, in which like that young talent right there can look at you and Deborah Cox and look at what okay. you guys have done over the years and where you are, yeah. and you know, and you know, you are women of color, and these are women yeah. of color, and they've got something yeah. to look up to and to say, "Girl, can." Top tap your mind a little bit. You know what I'm yes, saying? And, yes, um, but what's it going to be like for you to be out there in the sun oh, with all them people oh, looking oh. at you on stage <laughs> and you doing your thing?
6: Well, listen, oh I'm so, 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 so excited. You know, I just have to say this real, real quick to BB, if you don't mind that one of those nights was written by my son, Ryan Sims. Oh, okay. He He's actually in Sacramento and When I do Too Blind, he is actually going to come on stage and do the rap that was done 25 years ago by a young man by the name of Frost. But my son is a heck of a songwriter, singer, uh, rapper. So he's going to come out on stage. So that is like making memories for for us as a family. Now, the other side of it, oh, my God, just to be in front of the LGBT community again, I, I used to say to everybody that, you know, I was fed all of the 90s and into the 2000s by the LGBT community. I mean, they always gave me love. Always have, still do. And it's just going to be such a wonderful, wonderful experience to be out in the sun because I am a sun worshipper, honey. If you haven't noticed, I have been kissed by the sun for a long time. <laughs> She's starting to be a li- starting to look a little weather, but I'm working on that.
0: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you are so beautiful. You're thank so you. beautiful, and this is going to be. Thank you. Uh, you know, I'm sure it's going to be such a wonder. And I'm originally from Sacramento, so. Okay. Uh, okay. So you know, I that. You gonna be in my little stomping grounds. Um, yeah, while you right right you're up there. And I'll have to make sure that my daughter who lives, oh. I have a daughter that lives in Sacramento still, um, hey. and I'm sure she will be there. Um, okay. And um, I'll have to make sure she comes and knocks upon your door and, and introduce hey. herself to, yes. to her. And that she's, she's a a young singer as well. So um, it's going to be neat. But that's going to be neat to have you back on the stage. It is. Oh, and, yeah. and I know you, you know, I, I was in Chicago in um, Memorial Day weekend. I was there too. You were, and I, I thought there. you were gonna—you were supposed to, or you, they were thinking you were gonna jump on the stage um, yeah. during that in the park thingy. That was yeah. there was so much going yeah. on that weekend. It was like oh it, was, God, it was Chicago was hopping. That weekend, Miss really Beyonce yes. was yes. in town. Yes. The baseball yes. thing was going on. Oh, um, right. The the porn thing was happening. It was yes. like so much. It was no, I that Memorial Day weekend is is the place to be. In you need to be in Chicago, honey, because it's like that yes. all the time. But it was like so much going on, so I didn't get a chance mm-hmm. to. But then I understood you didn't actually get an opportunity to hop yeah. on stage anyway. Yeah. But That's again, right. an outdoor event, and you know, yeah. house music kind of lends itself I think to those outdoor environments because people like to yes. you know dance at those things yes. and you can that's the yeah. thing about house music it's kind of like the gospel of music It is when it comes to it dance really music is. it does doesn't that's you right. think yeah. I do I,
6: I mean it's like you're in church you know it's a yeah. religion you yeah. just like, and you just you move to it the way the way the house spirit hits you if you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and I think that day it was so hot it was so beautiful, and yeah. it, even though I wasn't up on stage, my heart and my spirit was there, and I was just enjoying it and loving it and watching my my uh, other, you know, family, house music family folks up there, and it, it was just really a great weekend. And you know, I, I said that's okay because I was able to do some gigs after that, and then to be able, as I said, to get to uh, California this coming. Uh, on the fourth, it's going to just be graded. I think, you know what? It's taken me full circle because I, when I started out and, um, too blind was, you know, was new to the, to the world in the 90s. I did a lot of shows. My beginning shows were in San Francisco and Sacramento. So over there in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've come full circle and, and the arms are open, open and, and, and everyone's welcoming me back. So well, it feels good great. coming home.
0: Yeah, that's great. <laughs> well, we um, definitely want to get an opportunity to play uh, in its full version uh, okay. Deep in the city, as we in um, in the show, but I wanted to quickly tell you, everybody out there, that the remix package for yeah. Deep in the City is out now, and so if you love the original version. That's out there by Frank Star um, versus okay. Tommy Two Tone. You gonna love these remixes, honey. Oh you gonna, my You God. gonna lose yes. your mind, okay? That's yes. all. I'm, I'm gonna leave it out yes. there. You got my girl Tweeka Turner on there, which is all yes. my uh, remixes yes. coming out. And yes. you've got what you have Paul Goodyear on it as well, don't Paul you? Paul Goodyear, mm-hmm. Leo
6: Crapier, who you yeah, with you got my Leo on song, it. By the way, baby, congratulations! Oh, to thank you. you, thank you. Um, Phil B. Um, let's see, Melo Blanco, um oh we got a Louis Gomez, um, you said Tweeka Turner, yes, um, all of them. And then I've got a lovely young man, DJ Zenergy, who is just doing a mega mix, it's, he's calling it uh, uh the deep mega mix and it's more of a just a uh, what do you call it? A mosh of all of the remixes.
0: Oh wow, that's you know, gonna be great!
6: And he's he's a fan, and he just threw it at me, and so I've been throwing that on my Facebook page. So yeah, I think all those remixers. I tell you what, they they put they. Feed in it, honey. It's okay. Really and I'm, I'm telling you, it's gonna be, it's gonna be great. Thank you so much, BB. Well, thank, thank you so that. much
0: for being yeah. on the show. And again, ladies and gentlemen, you can catch Kim Sims live at the Sacramento Rainbow Festival on September fourth. And she'll be there with Deborah Cox and Forever One and a few other folks out there. Um, but um, we love her. And we're, I'm really Thank glad you that know. you're out there where you need to be at the top, oh, at the beautiful. top of the Thank charts. You. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to say goodbye for today and I'll see you next week. But we are going to leave you with a taste of Miss Kim Sims on her latest hit, hit, Deep in the City, from a Frank Star versus Tommy Tutone. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.
6: Thanks, TV.
5: Bye-bye. Back in the wild days, back when house was house, Chicago paved the way, and legends were made.